Let's give me the cut. Hi guys. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> you know what? This is a good intro. This is a good way to get back into people's good graces right. for having abandoned them for like weeks on end. I think it wasn't that long ago, was it? Like four weeks ago? <laughs> that's a month on an episode I'm that's supposed sorry. to come out. <laughs> you know what? We can make this a monthly thing. Maybe it'll give us incentive. Maybe. Maybe people will miss us. For a watch change. it turn into a yearly thing. <laughs> watch it disappear. Dilsa, how have you been? I've been a very, very busy. Ooh, I know those. How are, are you? I'm but... successful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that video? No. There's this interviewer in some, I don't know, red carpet event. And this lady comes around and the interviewer is like, Hello, how are you? And the lady's like, I'm successful. And that's how I'm going to reply to that question from now oh on. Oh my god. You know, just manifest it, I guess. How are you? I'm successful. All right. Thank you. Period. That sets the tone. <laughs> my god. What was that other meme of that drunk girl, like that drunk group of friends? They're like, live, live, look, we work. Or what was it? And she's like, we do work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she was so sure of it. I love God, it. fighting for we her life. Work. We do work. God. Uh, on this episode, uh, we are basically winging it. We yeah. prepared a few stories that we want to tell and maybe talk about the art of storytelling itself because uh, a lot of lots of people can uh, agree that there's an you know there's a way that you can tell a story that makes it more engaging for people that uh, makes it more entertaining like they're actually invested and they want to hear what you're gonna say they want to hear the end of it <laughs> <laughs> has that happened to you because it happens to me quite a yeah, lot yeah it takes it takes a lot of strength to move to past it <laughs> yeah but you know what you don't uh, i don't think you would struggle with this because you don't talk that much with people that you don't really know or like in big oh, groups yeah. you're not the type of person to be like hello everyone ding, 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 <laughs> like on a champagne glass like telling stories and for whatever reason i don't learn <laughs> and I will just go off on a rant. Well, not on a rant. I'll just start telling a story and it'll be crickets. And midway through, I realize, fuck, like I need to. It's okay. Sometimes we need those experiences. You know, it makes us better as people. Yeah. Character development. I feel like it's nice when you notice it and you turn it around and like become aware of what's happening and be yeah. like, so just to sum it up or just to end it. So you just don't. Yeah, so you don't tire people. Yeah. Or just like leave the mic and, or leave the, leave the country. The mic. We're not leaving <laughs> the mic. <laughs> I was imagining myself doing stand up, but no, leave the country. I would the country yeah. but that's a topic for another day since we don't have a topic today we'll just talk about whatever and as you said storytelling mm -hmm. um what do you like about story storytelling uh, it's a stupid question but like do you ever listen to stories like yeah. audios 
Not well. Yeah,、uh, I think like the one person in my adulthood that I enjoy listening to is David Attenborough. Oh,、uh, he has such a good way. Like he has such an emotive voice. Like、mm-hmm. he carries you through, and wars like between colonies <laughs> or something. And it just—I don't know what it is, but it—it it is a combination of.、Um, Well, what makes a good storyteller is that basically they speak in a way that makes it relatable to you. So, like, I see these ants. They dumb it down, basically. They dumb it down. They make it accessible and relatable, and you're sort of invested. They're not talking about this thing that you're completely out of touch with. Out of touch with, yeah, alien too. And it's, yeah, I like that.、Uh, I feel like in order to be a good storyteller, you need to be able to gauge the audience reaction.、Uh, you need to be able to,、uh, first of all, also prior to telling your story, figure out who you're with,、yeah. because you can vary your stories <laughs> based on yeah, exactly based on like who you're around. And yeah, I, I feel like I still struggle with that a little bit, and I will just go off and. I, I'll get blank stares in return. That's like, all right, I'm a, I'm a. Just, Never doing this again. Does it the bounce, next day? <laughs> literally, literally, short-term goldfish memory. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think that you're a good storyteller. In my opinion, I think that every time you've told me that something happened to you, like in the past, or I don't know, in the recent past, I always want to listen and see what the end result is. I, I think you have this、uh, combo of. Riz <laughs> and vocabulary and humor that just you know just sets the vibe and people just want to listen to you. I feel like the、uh, the people that come to this office <laughs> the most、uh, are really good storytellers because we're not afraid to be like physical. Like we do a lot of like physical、yeah. comedy or whatever,、uh, and it's timing. And the way the we've punch ca- the punchline, the way we've ca-、uh, catered this like、uh, fast-paced friendship,、uh, friendship. Well, yeah,、uh, and conversation where if you don't sneak in like at、uh, the, the right pu- time, the right time, it's dead. You know,、yeah. like the joke is dead. But、uh, yeah, I like the way everyone here tells stories. And what I find endearing, I don't know if you'll agree with me, is when people laugh, like when they're telling a funny story.、Oh. I, like not laugh to the point where they can、yeah. finish the story, but like I like the fact that they're actually enjoying what they're saying. They're preparing you for for what's to come. In some they're sort of guiding、way. you, yeah. yeah, guiding you through the. Emotions of the story. <laughs> Not us shitting the laugh track at friends, but over here like it's funny if you tell me when to laugh by laughing yourself. <laughs> but yeah,、uh, what's been going on in your life recently? Like, what's the story that you would like to start off this episode with?、Hmm. I think the most、um, the a lot has has been going on, but I think that what I wanted to talk about today. Is the closet change?、Mm-hmm. Since we're changing seasons, there's this pressure inside my brain <laughs> my to change the winter clothes, the winter wardrobe, to the loser wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since I'm successful. <laughs> Well, you did start off this year like with quite a few accomplishments and more to come. Let's not jinx it, please. It's a tease. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been thinking about doing. Um, Have you started? It, I haven't. I haven't because of this um, bipolar ass weather we're getting. <laughs> I, I feel like the fit for the month is just like shorts and a fur and some boots. Literally. I don't know what to wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I should get my summer collection out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Spring summer 2023. <laughs> I wanted, By to re- <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to uh, to guide you through the whole process I go to go Definitely. through. Yes. Why would I do that though? But see, since nobody cares, since nobody cares what we're doing today, let's just do it, I guess. Nobody cares about my plan and my process of folding clothes is. I would say don't make that decision for people. Let I them will. decide. <laughs> I'm a control freak. <laughs> But no, what I wanted to talk about, and hopefully people do the same. Maybe, maybe it's just me. I don't know. It's I just never like just to, you, right? You're just gonna We're make not someone that feel no, but you're gonna make someone feel heard and not mm. weird. Yeah. <laughs> or be like, "Fuck, am I like her?" <laughs> oh no. Oh yes. Um. So. Yeah, probably next week I'll have to uh, spend a whole day folding clothes and going through everything that I don't need anymore, mm-hmm. trying to decide what I what I'm keeping, what I'm giving away, etc. So the process is I put everything on my bed mm-hmm. and I sort it out. Things that I don't want to fucking look at anymore, I give away. <laughs> Things that I'm bored of, I give away, and then things that I keep are usually the only a small amount. And then there's there comes the realization that I have nothing to wear. Oh, God, <laughs> it's always that struggle. And for example, there's been there's items in my wardrobe that I've had for years, mm-hmm. but th- that I can't possibly let go of. Sentimental value? Either sentimental value, either someone gave them to me like a hoodie or a t-shirt or it was like a birthday present Mm -hmm. or maybe monetary value where I spent a lot on it and now I'm just like, I'm gonna save it for my kids, you know, (laughs) for the kids that never work. (laughs) Um, But yeah, or I just formed like a weird connection, sort of like a attachment to that piece of clothing and I'm not willing, I'm reluctant to let it go. I have a lot of those in my closet and one day I'll just fucking lose it and throw them away but we don't know when that will be. Yeah, Marie Kondo listens to this podcast and she's shaking right now. It's us the Virgos doing, you know, this doesn't make me happy anymore. (laughs) Sets fire to the house. Oh my god, literally. But how long does this process take you? A day, usually, a whole ass day, because after I'm done sorting out the winter ones, because I have to put them in a specific drawer, Mm -hmm. so they don't mix with my, with a drawer I use every day (laughs) in my room. Um, After I'm done sorting out the the winter wardrobe, I have to go through the summer ones and check again if I left something there that shouldn't be there, and also clean the drawers, because I'm a fucking Virgo, I cannot not do that. Clean the drawers and then fold the 
the <laughs> clouds and it takes a whole i usually do this on sundays yeah and it, if it's sunny outside i want to go to the park i won't because i'm i i decided i'm doing this and it's very tiring usually but it has to be done i don't have a dorota <laughs> oh god this is some patrick bateman <laughs> it is oh my god i am Patrick. <laughs> Mine is the great skin, but we're not gonna talk about it. Oh, so the murders as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, but usually it takes me much longer because I would think you would, I mean, you would think if I put all my clothes in the bed, I will have no choice but to fold them and uh, organize them. Yeah. Otherwise, I won't have where to sleep. That pile of clothes is going in the chair, <laughs> and it's gonna stay there for another week. So a day is really good. I don't, I don't say I'm not do, I don't do that. But like when I set my mind that this is the spring cleaning thing that I have to do, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it because I don't wanna prolong it. Mm-hmm. So, but there's always a catch. After I'm done throwing shit away, um. I realize that I have nothing to wear. <laughs> it's always that problem with girls, especially. And you know, when it comes to shopping, I'm very picky and I'm a complex shopper. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean is that I don't usually like anything that's in the stores, or there's brands that I like that we don't have here, or I usually go for items that are what stylists would call statement pieces mm-hmm. and, and you can't really wear that yeah, every day you, you know? can't make any combos out of those pieces because they're so extra and you can wear them in special occasions and maybe once April that's why foods. i'm left with like yeah mm-hmm. you know like it's you can only wear them once they're things that are remembered so i can't fucking abuse with them and you know wear them a hundred times yeah i'm sure people don't care but i care and that's what matters the most but also for the people that didn't watch your story or for people that uh didn't see what we posted on april fool's day i don't know if you posted anything but you have this like beautiful corset with like uh I don't know whether they're uh, printed or embroidered, like flowers. Embroidered, like yeah. it's really beautiful. But it again, like, you cannot wear yeah, that. Yeah, I cannot wear that again. Maybe in like five months. <laughs> yeah, once people forget. Yeah. And, I mean, you can wear that. But tomorrow. it's not something you can wear every, let's say, weekend, or it's not something that you can make five hundred outfits out of. Mm-hmm. It'll know? lose its pizzazz. Exactly. So when I shop, I usually go for that type of item, <laughs> and it's a problem. Um, so I'm not left with much, you know. And the throwing away contributes as well. <laughs> um, but I'm also very good at talking myself out of getting stuff. Every time I go shopping, I'm like, mm, but look at this. This material, is it worth it? <laughs> How many floors has this material cleaned? <laughs> My God. You know? um, it's very, um, it's very, I don't know. It's very hard to go shopping with me. It, I get frustrated and I usually leave with nothing. <laughs> but when I do leave with something, I have uh, buyer's remorse because I start thinking, why did I spend so much on, on something that it's not that 
doesn't have the quality it should have mm-hmm. or why am I contributing to little kids making clothes for less than a dollar oh god or you know it mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in my head mm-hmm. so usually i just don't buy shit and i keep the same stuff for a couple of years and, do you and get my the statement same... pieces <laughs> <laughs> do you get the same feeling when you don't buy something like i'm like oh yeah i get frustrated because then when i want to go out i don't have much to to work with but then when i i when i go shopping i'm like i don't like anything mm-hmm. so it's I don't know what's going on. I guess I I should just have my own clothes made. Maybe learn how to make clothes. I've thought about that as well. You know, like a sewing machine doesn't look that hard to figure out. And it would be nice, <laughs> <laughs> right? Every, every drag race queen <laughs> disagreeing right now. But uh, yeah, it would be nice to actually make your own clothes because you're going to have your own vision and like everything. Yeah, all this rent because I dread doing this thing <laughs> on a certain Sunday. <laughs> there was snow on a mountain with a cross that I will not name the other day. So <laughs> I don't know what to do. Should I still keep my long sleeve stuff? Should I change the t-shirts? I don't know. We'll see. Stay posted. Stay posted. Stay tuned and I'll Sweet. keep you posted. Yeah, follow yeah. Uh, your personal Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in that requested uh, section. But yeah. What are you? What have you been up to lately? What's a story you could tell us? Oof. Well, I finally decided to go back to my dental health after what almost a decade. So I haven't seen my dentist. Uh, since 2000 well yeah almost a decade did I say did I say half a decade you said I think you said almost a decade almost a decade so yeah I I got my last tooth filling in 2015 and uh, that's when I got the allergic reaction to like the medicine that kills your uh, pulp or like uh, nerve yeah and ever since then i made it a point to you know never bring myself to the point where someone has to drill things into my jaw uh and um but yeah things didn't turn out exactly as i had hoped and i was in the doctor's seat um a couple of weeks ago bleeding profusely like i swear to god in my mouth was a menstruating vagina. Love and, that. Mm-hmm. Love that vision. I know like, the <laughs> listeners are gonna be so. Uh, but it was something that I needed to do, and I love the fact that once like the dam is broken, it's like, you know what, go nuts, start yeah. <laughs> working on everything. And uh, indeed, they they are. I have two uh, dentists now. They work in tandem together. And it's so good because I literally feel like a star. Like, I'm lying on the chair with, like, the light shining in my face. Keeping up with photos. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. And they're like, this tooth is rotten. (laughs) Like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And they're like, what do we need to do? What do we do? Like, do you think we can save it? They're talking to me. I'm just like, "Uh uh-huh, all right, fix me, fix me. Very... They can't fix you. They're the only men that can fix you. (laughs) My God. They're two women. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I assume? (laughs) Wow, wow. They internalize. (laughs) They internalize misogyny. 
No, but there are two women, very capable, very smart. Like, uh, they are not the typical dentist, you know, that ask a lot of questions. Oh, I love that. I hate that because uh, I have like your fist in my mouth. I'm not gonna be able to. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's so wild because I'm like I'm not gonna be able to answer your questions like with your fist in my mouth. But uh, they just explain what they're doing. You know what? Stop that intrusive thoughts thought right I now. I will. It's so, so too late, but yeah. <laughs> oh god. But yeah. Um, Do you get um, these butterflies every time you have to go to the dentist? Like yes. You get, uh, I, get I get this sweaty. feeling like I have to do number two, even though I don't have to do this. Yeah, yeah. Actually, our editor in chief, uh, Lilian, <laughs> uh, shared this tidbit with me when, uh, like, because he had some issues with uh, his teeth as well. And, like, he said that the moment he stepped into the, like, dental office or whatever, the pain went away. And he is now convinced. Oh, he gaslit. Uh huh. <laughs> Gaslit yep. or gaslighted? I think it's gaslighted. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. We'll Google it later. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, himself into not feeling pain. Yes, and he was trying to do the same thing to me. He's like, imagine I'm your doctor. Like, pretend I'm your doctor right now. And I'm like... How does that work? I know, and he was I trying s- to get... I've heard none of doctor do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, we need to make a special episode uh, explaining all of our references. I think we need a dictionary. Yeah, yeah. Because most of the time, my own family doesn't understand my references. (laughs) Just send them a link to Bravo TV. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and it didn't work. I still felt the pain. So I'm just pushing through it pushing through it i probably need to have surgery to get my wisdom teeth removed because like they're growing uh they're impacting my other teeth and it's it's a mess i haven't had my wisdom teeth removed because they said that if i do that i'll get madonna teeth oh god so i'm just keeping them i'm keeping the wisdom <laughs> my god well mine's coming out so, i don't know i um i feel like can't I wait don't... for the next episode when you don't have your wisdom teeth <laughs> oh god no but uh what's the thing i don't have enough space in my jaw to accommodate like oh. these extra teeth so i yeah. need to have them removed uh and i hope that that's not the case where you know like my teeth migrate and like yeah. separate because I don't know. I was gonna make a joke about my nephew. (laughs) (laughs) No, because uh, I have this. uh, Never mind. It's not gonna make sense now. I lost. I lost the train of thought. Choo choo, bitch. Choo choo. Yeah. So. (laughs) You know what? This would be. We're really sad. Stream of consciousness. (laughs) This would be a nice break, uh, and for you to hear a word from our sponsors. And we're back from our bullshit. 
Oh god, uh, another thing that I can talk about um, is the interviewing process as a formerly unemployed person. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's an announcement. Yes. That's a subtle announcement. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it. But yes, as a formerly unemployed person, the interview process is the worst. It is. The worst. Like, we were on the cab. Uh, we were on the cab. We were in the cab. We weren't <laughs> on top of the cab. Um, driving here. Uh, and you told me about a really bad interview experience yeah. that you had. And I realized that I had literally the same experience as well. Because it was... Um, both of our uh, interviews were for these German companies. Yeah, of course. It was... Uh, suggested to us by a person that was like oh it's nothing serious like you'll be fine it's yeah. an entry-level job leading us to hell of course of course <laughs> the blind leading the blind if you will and i went there and i made a fool of myself like the person started telling uh telling is it the one you were late for no for? no no uh oh i need to talk about that one as well like briefly touch on it um, but uh, basically, this other interview, I went there thinking that, oh, I'm gonna pass by with like A2 level of German, which was uh, where I, I was at at the point. And the dude starts speaking in fluent German like really quick, and I'm just stuttering like a moron, like literally <laughs> deer in headlights type of like, genau. And it was wild, and after like three minutes that felt like 30 he's like yeah i can't tire you like keep going to the course that you're going and then we'll see apply again like we have openings every month and i'm like all right thank you A very humbling experience in my mind i'm like you will never see my eyes again <laughs> never i will You'll see you <laughs> oh are we gonna get copywritten <laughs> we don't need a lawsuit yeah with that sponsor <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, so yeah, interviews are tough. Interviews are really hard if you don't know what you're getting into yourself into, and that was the mistake on my part with this interview. <laughs> with yeah, the second interview, the one that I mentioned in the first episode or like in the introduction or the second episode, I'm not sure when. Seems so long ago. Yeah, it was. It was December, right? If you mentioned it on the first episode. Yeah, yeah, probably. Damn. But we we aired our first episode in January. What do you mean? Did we? I think so. Time is a concept. Time, it is, it is a concept. <laughs> and it's not relevant. It is relative. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt and sell it. <laughs> no, but uh, for that interview, I was more so prepared obviously not on time but um what i didn't like about it um because again i didn't approach it in the way of uh what i want to do here or like what i'm bringing to this company or what this company is uh, offering me but i don't know i just went there i guess because i'm like i'm unemployed you know like let me just do this Yeah. yeah uh and some tips that i can give people our listeners. I think that would be very useful for, for our listeners who are currently in the job, job hunt. hunting process. Yeah. yeah. So the thing that helped me is basically to do some research on the company itself. 
yeah. just so you have an idea of what they do because those questions are going to come up in the interview yeah. uh, they're gonna ask why you applied to their company and you need to come with the facts you need to mention like specific details you need to do like an in-depth um maybe not even in that deep of a dive Just some basic info. yeah go on their uh twitter account or something see what they've tweeted about see uh what events they hosted on linkedin yeah. or something like that just so you have an idea of what you're getting yourself into and if these questions come up which again they, they will, will yeah. um you're prepared other than that you need to be extremely honest um that doesn't mean that you have to you know belittle yourself or uh say that you don't do this or you can't yeah. do that because again that paints a very defeatist attitude that you yeah. okay you don't know how to do this but if you phrase it that way it feels like there's no space to learn exactly yeah. exactly and if you're just um willing to admit that all right i don't have that much experience with this uh but uh basically i'm willing to learn and i'm appreciative of the opportunity to learn then it can it can bode well for you in the long run because again these um you're not just being interviewed for the job you're being interviewed for um your co-workers for your manager yeah, like they, they usually have... want to see if you fit and uh environment culture, yeah. yeah so they have to understand who you are as a person and how well you're gonna mesh with the uh, environment where you're gonna be working so be honest um be enthusiastic uh again admit your faults uh in a way that basically tells them that you're willing to improve and, and in a way that highlights your strengths as exactly well. exactly always comparing what you can't do with what you can do mm -hmm. i've learned that that's really that's what has helped me in interviews mm -hmm. apart from what you just suggested yeah and also you have to draw from previous experiences anything you've done yeah, you've yeah. i don't know uh read uh like a pill prescription to someone or like some fine prick to someone yeah. let them know that you have a keen eye for detail that you scan through text immediately that you're willing to help others um regardless of um you know your area of expertise or whatever you're just willing to lend them a hand yeah. and that will be taken into consideration uh and yeah other than that uh, one thing that the hr uh, assistant that led me to the interview said uh she basically said you look very calm oh that's uh, very important actually. and it's way, hard to manage <laughs> i didn't even realize that i was calm and when she said it i'm like huh i am calm and then that helped me for the interview that's like really i could nice breathe <laughs> and you sent me a, a reel recently where it, or was it the other way around that i sent it to you I don't uh, know what you're it was the about. thing. <laughs> yeah, he's lying. <laughs> you caught me. No, but was it the thing where uh, if you're aware of um, if you're aware of your anger, you're not angry. Oh yeah. If you're you aware, you removed of... yourself mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. being angry. And I loved that so much. I loved it because prior to the third interview and final interview, I was stressing like a lot. But then I realized, okay, I'm just gonna do my best. Yeah. 
and go there, let them know who I am, what I can offer them, uh, ask buy questions. And also this is important as well, you need to ask questions uh, to let them know that you're serious about this, you've done your homework, and... And you're interested, because mm -hmm. that, that's important. That does play a role. But yeah, I went there, I nailed it, they offered me coffee, which I Ooh! refused. Uh, Why and... did you refuse coffee? Who <laughs> does that? I know, I know, but like, another friend uh, mentioned that, he was like, Why did you do that? Like, that's the first thing I do when I go to an interview. Like, they're asking me questions, and I'm tasting the coffee, I'm thinking, Can mm. I do this? Can, <laughs> can I drink this every day? Like, is this coffee worth it? And yeah, no, I... because I love that. I will start doing that. <laughs> Please don't tasting like... coffee in every interview <laughs> yeah. I go. Jesus Christ! Even though the interviews are mostly online, so yeah. No, this was That's thankfully face to face. Yeah. But yeah, maybe I don't even like coffee that much. Do you like coffee? I love coffee. I, I have an obsession as of late, oh. and that is my cappuccino. Obsession. Oh. Cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> You're in your cappuccino era. <laughs> I am in my cappuccino era. I have been in my cappuccino era for the past two winters. Mm. I Easily my favorite type of coffee for the moment. And I'm very, very sad to let it go as uh, the weather gets warmer. You know, you can't possibly drink that thing while it's, I don't know absolute hell outside yeah especially here in Scotland. especially here yeah oh you just disclosed our location <laughs> i can't bleep that <laughs> you know what bleep <laughs> but i think me and cappuccino have had a good run it's been two winters i think i i'm ready to let it go but it's my favorite and i have tried it everywhere in the city they usually every place makes the same mm -hmm. cappuccino but I have found this place that makes a mean one. But I'm gonna gatekeep it because they don't sponsor us. Why would I? <laughs> no, no free marketing today. <laughs> uh, my God. No, because cappuccino fixes my mood almost instantly. I don't know. Whenever I have a cup of it, I feel it feels like a hug in a cup. Oh and that's so sweet, right? That is the cutest. Now I feel like I'm missing out. No, it's so good, and it doesn't have it doesn't have that um, anxiety-inducing element to it. Because when shapes. I used to um, be obsessed with Americano, mm -hmm. which I was for a long time, <laughs> damn, mm -mm, no pill could have fixed that anxiety. <laughs> it was insane. But then I discovered. Uh, that maybe a little milk wouldn't hurt my lactose intolerant body. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I can safely say that it's my favorite drink for the time being. We'll see what comes next. How it progresses. Well, you, you know what my favorite cappuccino is? Mm -hmm. It's in my hometown because yeah. they use uh, whipped cream on it. They put the whipped cream and then that... Um, the swirly thing? The swirly chocolate sauce oh, thing. Wow. And it, it's, it's the best. But it's a small town delicacy, so I think the baristas here don't want to do that for ego purposes. 
But I do ask them every time. I'm like, do you have whipped cream with this? And they say no. And I cry a little bit and move on. <laughs> All in the span of 20 seconds. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but you know, that's the kind of coffee I guess I would uh, allow into my body because even when I was uh, working uh, in the US uh, in this restaurant, like we had coffee on the go there and I was making mine with so much milk that this co-worker like I think his name was Brian or something he's like dude you're not drinking coffee you're drinking coffee flavored milk <laughs> and I was like let me live no, was... that's so funny coming from an American they put everything in their coffee it's a uh, coffee it's in America is a meal coffee. yeah it's, it's a, a meal. meal everything's a meal <laughs> <laughs> In America, it's either a meal or deep fried. Oh. Do they make deep fried coffee? I wouldn't be surprised if they did. If they make deep deep fried cappuccino, I'd go for it. Of course you would, you psycho. <laughs> cappuccino saves and heals a little inner children around the world, I'm sure, because it's such a good <laughs> coffee. But I still haven't found the the final form. Mm -hmm. I think I have to go to Italy or something to try it. Oh, are you gonna drive there, Miss Driver's License Lady? Oh. Oh, I don't think that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, now you... Because wow. uh, for our listeners, uh, I'm gonna just say this. Look both ways, crossing the street. Because <laughs> Dielsa is doing like her yeah. driving classes. And yeah, you're, you'll be able yeah. to drive to different Stay places. Stay at home, kids. It is not <laughs> safe out there. How is that I, going? I started started my driving lessons I'm a couple. Started. I started my driving lessons <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, and I, I have like nine more lessons to go to. And I don't know. I I think it it has been an optimal experience mm -hmm. because I thought driving would be fun and it's not and it's not I guess I'm I, I guess my dopamine addiction my adrenaline addiction um, is way up there so nothing <laughs> gives me joy anymore <laughs> What's your driving instructor like? like is oh he... he's a boomer but he's so nice and we bond over uh, shit talking about Gen Zers. <laughs> the other day he was complaining about how he had noticed that every Gen Zer ever wears the same expensive type of sneakers. They don't have like traditional winter shoes on, like, I don't know, boots or whatever. And I was like, what do you mean? We don't need, with the kind of weather we get, we, we haven't seen snow in years. We mm -hmm. don't need those shoes. He's like, yeah, but you should have them in your closet. I have hiking shoes. I I don't know, Bestie was so pressed. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so cute. I love that. I love that. He's a Bestie. We have so much fun. And he's a, a really good teacher. So I guess I'll, I'm going to be a good driver. But my main problem is that I like to drive fast and it's not allowed because he's basically preparing me for the tests. Mm -hmm. So I have to be prepared to take that test and not... Um, speed. Not speed, <laughs> first and foremost, but also uh, play by the rules. Of so course, to say. that's how it goes. And the most I can, the, the fastest I can go is like 40 kilometers per hour, which is... Like, come on! That must kill you, Zion. Oh, it has killed me. Oh, 
Uh, but it's fun, nevertheless. I guess I'm a good driver, except for a couple of things that I'm not proud of. <laughs> um, but I think what back, what um, bugs me the most is the clutch. Oh. I am a, an automatic car girly. <laughs> oh my god! Because that thing, I know, I know it's it's not that hard to to learning I guess but my left leg hasn't been the same since I think I have more muscles on my left leg than on my right leg <laughs> in my footballer legs that you're right. oh, um, but it's fun it's been fun I almost I almost killed somebody <laughs> it wasn't my fault though um, so I was uh, driving in this uh neighborhood where there was like a school mm -hmm. near so i had to drive slowly than 40. <laughs> imagine that kind of My speed God. so i was driving and i see this girl in front of me trying to cross the road and i was like okay i'm gonna slow down i'm gonna wait for her and i waited she was talking on the phone she had a hoodie on so she couldn't see me and uh, i waited i waited i waited and my boomer bestie was like, okay, you can go now since she's not, crossing. you know, crossing the road. The second I start driving, she decides to cross the road. So I had to push the brake and be like, stop so fast. Mm -hmm. I got a little jumpy, to be honest, because I was like, fuck, this is, oh, yeah. you have to have all your focus in front of you, in the back, everywhere. You have to care about what everyone else is doing you know because mm -hmm. you have basically you have to be very careful so the it was kind of funny though because the instructor the instructor um got so mad at her oh he started honking he Jesus. was like ah! <laughs> screaming at her the girl didn't flinch she was like uh-huh she just Oh, you her, know, on her phone, yeah. she didn't care. Her plan to unalive herself didn't work. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> my God. But yeah, I had this discussion with my dad um, the other day because he was driving uh, me somewhere. And again, he speeds at the most random moments. Me. And I'm like, dude, you need to... Uh, when you drive, you need to go off on the basis that everyone else is a moron you need to be extra careful for them yeah. otherwise you're gonna run someone over yeah, yeah. and it's gonna be like a big deal yeah. just go by uh, the notion that everybody else has no idea what they're doing i have to be extra careful if all drivers did that yeah. i feel like it would uh like lower the uh, cases especially of, like... in our city mm -hmm. I now see. that i started driving i I, I see that uh, everyone is so frustrated. They don't care about sidewalks. They don't care about the signs. No, they just drive. They're like, whatever. I need to go from from point A to point B, and I'm gonna do it as I wish. Mm -hmm. and, and that's it's why you ridiculous. see so many. That's why you see so many accidents yeah. everywhere. So that's kind of like what worries me because. Um, now I understand drivers. Now I know, as a pedestrian, I know how hard it is to manage to not kill somebody every day you're driving, you know? Because they... <laughs> 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 and I will. 
Why would I drag you? Because I'm not a driver. Well, so, yeah. Are you gonna hate me now that I'm a pedestrian and not a driver? You're no, gonna... what I was trying to say is that you now that I'm both a driver and a pedestrian, I get both perspectives and I don't get mad when I'm walking. I don't get mad at drivers because now mm -hmm. I know what their line of thinking is. Yeah. But before that, I didn't. And I would be like, I'm crossing the road and I'm a pedestrian, so I'm the one that's right. I'm the telling one that... you. Yeah, that exactly what I said. The shoe is on the other foot and now I have to be <laughs> careful for my life. But yeah. You're going to be like passenger princess. God, definitely passenger grand queen or something because I'm nearing 30 passenger survivor but that seatbelt is gonna be fastened <laughs> fastened <Yeah>. silent <laughs> my god shanis you don't have your driver's license right? I don't I don't and I don't want to get it because Why at not? this point it feels like a hassle um, I am scared of cars I feel like uh, probably the way I'm gonna die, I don't mean to manifest this, but I'm probably gonna get run over. And it scares me, because I'm like this, uh, what, petite guy, and I'm supposed to maneuver this it's not that chunk of metal. And I know that other people do, like my sister is an excellent driver, she's shorter than me. Lots of people, like, it's not an excuse, but, you know, mental illness. And, I don't know, I'm just scared, I'm terrified, and yeah, I'm nearing 30. Moment of silence oh. for that. And... Yeah. I'm excited for my 30s, not gonna lie. Wanna switch? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Freaky Friday. <laughs> Escucha las... Friday! Escucha las palabras de las brujas. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah, this is Dielza. Uh, but, yeah... One thing I'm excited about is sporting a new look in my 30s. I tried this out for my cop outfit. Yeah, that was a look. Yeah, yeah. I do not endorse cops in any form, shape, or fashion. <laughs> but speaking of fashion, they do uh, sport a cute uh, mustache, which I did as well. And I must say the reaction was really yeah, surprising. I think, honestly, I think that's your look. I think you should go for it. No mm -hmm. beard, just mustache. Mm -hmm. I okay. think it suits your your personality and also your face. Yeah. Face. <laughs> face. Yeah, I'll see. I'll test the waters at my workplace with a mustache. Just show up there like randomly with a stash. A porn stash. Mustachio. Mustachio. But yeah. This was a nice collection of stories uh, over the past. This was a nice collection of annoying stories. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, enca <laughs> encapsulate who we are as beings. But yeah, a I species. think... A species. A species. Uh, we're That's not... all we have for today. I mean, I can talk for hours, but let's not bore you guys out. Yeah. We're we... nice, we think for you, we think about you. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we leave space for more. We leave space for more, we also leave space for follows, likes, subscriptions. Yeah. Maybe even download our uh, episodes on Spotify so you can listen to them offline when you're taking, um, I don't know. A shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why not? Why a not? walk, you know. A walk, or like you're catching flights. You don't have your 4G on, 5G, whatever you use. And you want a little taste of home, you know. Yeah,、like. you want a little taste of, you know. If we were coffee, we'd be cappuccino. Exactly. Look at us. Look at us. If you were a car, what car would you be? This is the last question, and then we、mm, end it. I think I'm a Porsche. All right. Two baddies, two baddies, <laughs> one Porsche. You oh, I'm gonna send you that song.、Uh, it's by NCT. I'm gonna get you into K-pop. That is a promise made on this podcast. I was into K-pop in my teenage years. In high school, I was very much into K-pop. But then I I growed. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna ungrowed you, and you will start listening to NCT again.、Uh, that's it, everybody. Thank, Thank you so you. much for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode. Whenever that is, <laughs> no、Bye. promises. Bye. <laughs>